Nick. Yes. Hey. Hey. Yay. <laughs> oh, do we get it? <laughs> we're good. We were having, sorry, everyone. We're having a little bit of technical issue, which is kind of weird. But uh, anyway, I want to welcome Nicholas Granello with to my podcast today. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Great. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Gigi. That's me in the 561. But you know me by another nickname that I've had from you for a long time that I adore. Yes. I love it very much. Mama B. Mama That's B. right. That's right. I love that. Um, okay. Um, thanks for being here. Um, I really, really appreciate that. We have several things to to talk about. Nick and Nicholas is coming to us today from Dallas, Texas, where a lot of things have been going on, um, weather-wise and pandemic-wise and all sorts of things. Uh, Nick, my my good friend Nick, is... Um, a man about town. He has uh, his his uh, his self involved in a in a lot of things. So we're going to talk about several things. He has a great kitty. We're going to talk about that. I love 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 the photos of his kitty that I get to see in the videos. So first of all, Nick, let's talk about let's back it up a little bit a, a, mm-hmm. a, little, a little bit a few weeks back to that bad weather that you guys had. Oh man. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Um, I li- So I moved out of Dallas. I'm in the Burbs now. Been here for about a year and a half. Okay, wait called. a minute. I'm going to have yeah. to recover from that. I know. I know. I'm still recovering from it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, okay. It, it, to explain that, I have to go back a little bit further. But basically, um, the bar that I had been working at was – Scheduled, scheduled to close. The owners sold the property. There are now multi-million dollar condos there, or soon to be. Um, kind of the, the normal thing in, in Dallas is what's mm-hmm. happening now, uptown. Yeah. So when I, once I knew that my lease was ending, I was paying, you know, quite a good bit of money for rent to live right. in the city. And uh, something kind of opened up out here in the town where I grew up and went to high school for about half the rent. So I decided to go ahead and make that move. Just to, you know, reduce my spending if I didn't find something right away. You know what? I think that's really very smart considering the what we've been through this last year. I mean, I really right. did. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, I probably would have been fine, but I'm really glad I did it because then the pandemic hit and all yeah. kind of other stuff happened. So, yeah, it really worked out better. Well, like living here in the Palm Beaches, it costs a lot of money to live in urban Dallas. I mean, it just does. And oh yeah, yeah. And so it's like, mm, you know, you're you. So you're very smart to make that move. But then that that weather just. I mean, it just hit everyone all in the metroplex, which includes Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, all of the surrounding um, towns. Really hard. That was yeah. bad. Well, it hit the whole state hard. But yeah, actually, yeah. Even like in places where it never freezes. I mean, Galveston, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like below freezing and it's just bizarre. Now, did I see a picture of you? You have some great <laughs> pictures on there. Did I see a photo of you with baby kitty warming yeah. up in the car? Yeah. <laughs> that is a great picture because because baby kitty's just like, and baby kitty's not 
baby. It's like, yeah. uh, but just yeah. sitting there like, yeah, okay, staring at the camera like, yes, we're in the car. <laughs> it was such a cute picture. He is, thank you. Yeah, we, that was the first day. I think, I think our power went out like late, late Saturday night. Uh, I want to say like midnight or one. And, you know, the, I got a text on my phone that said there's going to be rolling blackouts for 45 minutes. Well, it was more like 11 hours of no mm. power and then one hour of power. <laughs> it was really mm. awful. But, uh, yeah, yeah we, I, we went and sat in the car. He's used to it. We've done road trips together. He, we drove to Colorado together in the car, so he's he's a car cat. He's amazing. <laughs> it was such a cute picture. <laughs> I hope you'll let us put that on the page that we're going to make for you on our website because everybody needs oh, to see yeah. that. It's <laughs> super cute. I love that cat. But that went on way longer than anyone thought, that that weather and, and being without power and, and so cold and people were freezing and and it was it was awful. But but you came through that and then you you went on a you just recently went on a spring break to one of my favorite places. You were in the uh, Sedona area. Yes. Yeah, I loved it. I've been I went about 3 years ago um with my ex and I went out there for a week. Uh we actually stayed in Flagstaff cuz it's a little cheaper and it's only about an hour 45 minutes drive to um Sedona from there. So, kind of based out of Flagstaff, did the same thing this time around. Stayed in the the historic hotel Monte Monte Vista, um, which is not super nice, but it's really cool. It's like that sounds know. really cool. Tell yeah, us about that. It's right in like smack dab in the middle of downtown Flagstaff. You know, right across from um, it's on like Route 66, and the train station is right there. Um, supposed to be haunted. I don't really know about that, but. <laughs> it is very old and like all these famous people stayed there so we stayed in the Bob Hope suite this time oh cool which was yeah and there's like the REM room you know and Elvis stayed there and all these bands and stuff I, yeah. I don't know why I guess Flagstaff is a or has been in the past like a, um, a destination for musical acts and stuff I didn't but, know that um, yeah, me either. It's a it's a great town though. It's a lot of fun, and then you know, like I said, Sedona's right there. Just rent a car. But uh, that was an interesting trip too. This time around, you know, I I, I went in late April last time. Well, we went in around March 10th, which was also my birthday and spring break, so it kind of rolled in. Happy together. birthday! Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we experienced every single season. So, like, I think. Uh, Arrived in Flagstaff on Sunday, and on Tuesday it was like a blizzard. Wow. It even snowed in Sedona a little bit. It didn't stick it there. It did. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is beautiful to see those red rocks, you know, the contrast. Oh, I bet that was gorgeous. Oh, man, I love it there. But, and yeah, you did and then, some uh, national parks, too, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, Coconino Forest. I mean, that kind of encompasses that area. But we uh, – what's the um, – Walnut Canyon or something. I can't remember, but it, I think that's the name of it. It's, you know, Black it's Walnut, Walnut Canyon National Monument. I'm looking that, at it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That place is amazing. I mean, You know what? I, I'm going to be honest. I've not heard of that. And, and we do national parks. We love them. Oh, but really? I've not heard of that one. And that, that's on my to-do. I, I'm, I'm going to tell Gary. It's on our to-do list now because that looks amazing. Oh, man. The views are spectacular. I, I really didn't do it justice with the photo. But you can't, you know, something like that, taking a picture, it's not You really, can't. Mm-mm. Yeah. You, you can't have to just be that. there. 
But it's a lot of I, I can't remember how many flights of stairs it said we we walked, but it's a lot of it's all paved. It's really easy, but it's like just a bunch of stairs. Coming back up is a little Oh wait a minute. A little rough. I I mean I, I may rethink that. <laughs> I thought I told my mom, I'm like, they should put an escalator or something in there. No kidding. <laughs> oh, but some of the photos were really beautiful by the little Verde River, you took a, a, oh, a yeah. photo. You look like you were really relaxed and, and enjoying that time. I was, yeah, it was perfect, just what was needed, you know, after being kind of cooped up. And uh, I know you guys do traveling. I'm a big traveler, too. I go to, I used to go to Europe a couple times a year. and So I've been, like, <laughs> cabin fever, you know, yeah. being stuck in yeah. Texas all this time. Us so too. We're yes. yeah. We're we're um. It's it's uh. Yeah. It's taken a toll for sure on that. Mm, mm. Um, let's part. talk about the, the the pandemic and how what's been going on there in, in Big D with everything with the hospitality industry. Just mm. update us on it. Well, it seems like I I went out last night with a friend of mine to uh, a bar in Oak Cliff, which is you know a little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um. Bishop Arts was a brand new place. They just opened like three months ago. We just happened to walk in. Um, they were doing a drag show, which is always fun. So it's like, oh, let's check this out. I love the Bishop Art District. I oh, oh, love it. It's so lively now. I mean, I remember when I first started hanging out there, like in maybe 2007, it, there was nothing. I mean, there was a couple of restaurants, you know, maybe one bar. Just so much stuff down there now. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, but... So last night, I haven't really been going out a whole lot, but last night I did, and uh, I mean, it's just, people are acting like it's normal again. (laughs) They lifted the mask mandate in March, the governor did, but most places are still still requiring it. Mm -hmm, That's good. Uh, Yeah, yeah, most places are still requiring it. But this this bar in particular did, they didn't, it was just kind of like a free-for-all, which is, you know, I'm, I'm half vaccinated. So I'm so nervous about it. Yeah. Good. Well, but that's good though. I mean, did you get which one did you get? Uh, Pfizer. The Pfizer. They yeah. say if you uh, if you get uh, the first shot, that really does give you almost like eighty percent. That's what they say. You know, it's all over the map. Oh. Okay. I just read that. Yeah. And then when you get the second one, then you're you're still not at a hundred, but you're you're like ninety something. So yeah. that's good that you have that you have gotten one. So good, good, good. Yeah, um, scheduled for the next couple of weeks. I was ta- I, I was communicating with a, a guy out in Los Angeles about a bar that we were very anxious to go back to. It's called Birds and Bees, and it's in downtown Los Angeles. It's the coolest thing. And so when we can, you know, as we get fully vaccinated, well, we'll we will be officially next week. We'll be past our two weeks. After the oh, second nice. shot, yeah. Oh, so yeah. next Thursday is our day, our our fully vaccinated day. But anyway, um, and we can't wait to to travel again. And that was one of the places that we wanted to go. And we kind of developed a relationship with this guy. And he's like, "No, you know what? We shut down during the pandemic, and we're not reopening." He said, "That's what's happened to so many bars in yeah. LA." Yeah. 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 Here too, I think um, it's interesting. Some places are. <laughs> scheduled to reopen but not until next year oh like, no. wow yeah i know they closed Mar- like so a full year ago closed down and they're scheduled to reopen like january 2022 oh, gosh. Wow. so i yeah i'm not really sure like it's it's kind of been and, and so what happened in dallas 
just a little quick rundown is the bar. You don't I, have to make it quick. Take your time. <laughs> okay. So the bar that I got uh, hired at, which was sort of temporary for me, they're only giving me two shifts a week, you know, it was, and it was a little neighborhood kind of divey bar, but I like those. Yeah. But they, there was no food, like no food program there. So what happened was we were able to reopen in like June, I think it was for like two weeks and then everyone got shut down again. And then I think by October, maybe it was October, but bars could reopen if they served food following these guidelines, like 20% capacity or whatever it was, you know, X, Y, Z. So what happened was a lot of these bars started selling like hot dogs and shit. (laughs) 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 Like literally this place I go to, Occasionally, it's just a little neighborhood bar too, but they just have these like disgusting microwave soggy hot dogs, oh. and they, they're like, "You have to, you don't have to eat it, but I have to give it to you." So I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> give it to me, and I'll just kick it right into the trash can." Where it That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. It's a little work around there, I guess. No kidding. <laughs> oh. But some of them have um, closed for good. I think the bar I was working at has reopened. The owner reached out to me uh, in December, I think, and I was just kind of like, "Oh, I'm already into some other stuff, so yeah. no thanks." I mean, I was—I only worked there for really three months, and I was already looking for something else. So it was not, there, not a good there's no, there's so much in Dallas. I don't think people even—if you're not from Dallas—you have all kinds mm-hmm. of misconceptions about what Dallas is like. But so many restaurants and so many great bars to go to and just fun, fun things to do. And um, it just, this whole thing has just impacted everything so, so fiercely. You just wonder what it will look like when, when it's all said and done. You know, when it's, when we're really, really back to normal, say next year, um, how it's really going to, you know, shake out. What will people really want to come back? to do. But let's talk a little bit about you being a great mixologist and, and mm. being in that being in that role of bartender back there making people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your personal favorite drinks to make that you just you, you you just they're fun and you like making them? I really enjoy it can it's it's kind of a double edged sword because like usually the fun drinks are the ones that take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But anything that I have to muddle and shake, I love it. Uh, you know, let me yeah, get a mojito. <laughs> okay. I'll see, I would think that would be kind of a pain. It's like, oh, no, I have to muddle. But you like it. Oh, cool. I, it's just, you feel like you're actually, you know, instead of just making like a whiskey Coke, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. you feel like you're actually doing something, like yeah. actually creating something. So it's a little more exciting. Now, I will say I worked at a, a, in a restaurant bar for a while, and <laughs> the server had the nerve to ring up like seven mojitos at one time and I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> seven. Oh fun. It was like the whole table ordered a mojito. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, here we go. <laughs> That'll be about thirty minutes. Oh wow. <laughs> what what is a pet peeve for, for a bartender? I mean, you have people sitting there and you're trying to work, they're trying to talk to you. Because we're guilty of that, Steve, Gary and I. We love to sit there at the bar at a, you know, nice place and and chat with the bartender, oh. and and, and yeah. I'm sure they would like to kill us, but we love <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, you guys are such cool people. I mean, I would, I and you know, I might be biased, but 
The bartender uh, and, and will enjoy. I, yeah, go ahead and say that though, even if you are biased, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, you know, if you're if you're cool and like fun to talk to, a bartender is gonna enjoy that, you know. And it's all about kind of reading the situation. If they look like they're, you know, their hair is on fire because they're so busy, then yeah, that's a different thing. But yeah, yeah, typically that's not that's definitely not a pet peeve. Pet peeve would be something like. Some people are like, I can't, this, there's no alcohol in this drink. Or, um, you know, something like that where you're like, don't tell me I'm not doing my job right. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's when things get a little, because I've done something, oh, I'm about to confess on here. Go uh, ahead. I'm, I mostly did this when, I, when it wasn't people sitting at the bar, but like sitting at a table. Uh-huh. So I made a Long Island iced tea, which as you know is 99% liquor. Right, and the the server brought it back and he said, "Oh, the guy said it wasn't strong enough." I'm like, "It this can't be any stronger." So what? I just took my bottle of rum and poured rum down the straw and sent it back out. <laughs> <laughs> so when he takes that sip, it's going to be pure rum at first. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I always say to people. Though, I mean, seriously, don't mess with. You know, it, it, be nice to servers, be nice to your mixologist, be, because they are handling precious food and yes. precious <laughs> alcohol. You know, why would you not want to be nice? I, I don't, I don't get that. But I'm telling you, Nick, I if I, if I was behind the bar and had to deal with some stuff that I personally have seen and all of the stuff that, that Gary and I have done through the use of places we've been, I, I would probably be asking for bail money because <laughs> people can truly be ridiculous as customers. And so it's just, it's a good thing that, um, let me just hope that I don't uh, ever have to call you for bail money if I get into that situation. <laughs> uh, get, I got you covered, Mama B. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, you know, I love champagne. Mm. Now I do. That is like my thing. Um, and I love a really good French 75. I think that's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Those are really, really good. And I, I first had those actually my birthday in Miami, and Gary and I were at this really cool place. And the, this fantastic server. We always, we love our service. Well, you know us. I mean, we're, yeah. you know how we yeah. are. And so she's like, it's your birthday. I'm going to bring you something really special. And, and that was the first time I ever had one, and they've just been my favorite ever since. But so good. They are. They're delicious. But when at a bar, mm-hmm. you know what always bothers me about ordering champagne if I order by the glass? Um, if I order, you know, like Clicquot or, you know, Perrier White, something like that, mm-hmm, I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I get that. So... Should I worry? I don't think so. I, it would be that there's a lot of times that people think, you know, even with liquor bottles, like, oh, you're putting cheap liquor in this. And that does happen probably to some extent, but I have never in my life, in my career, seen anything like that. Okay. You, yeah, you're going to get what you order. The, my only issue with ordering champagne by the glass is, unless it's like a, a split, like a mini bottle. Mm-hmm. It might be a bottle that's already opened. It might be a little bit flat or yeah. oxidized, you know, but um, but typically it's fine, yeah. But, yeah, usually champagne, get a whole bottle. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I typically do if we're not ordering for the table um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's get a split because it's just – it's. 
I feel better about that. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, you're busy. You're busy. You're going to school. You're doing all sorts yeah. of things. And now let's talk about your kitty just a little bit. Tell us oh, about yeah. Kitty. Dima. <laughs> His name is Dima. He is. Uh, he's going to be a year old in May. So he's next month. He's a he's a, a an orange tabby. Everyone. Oh yeah, orange tabby. Super fluff. Like too much fluff. I have to cut mats out of his armpits all the time. I don't know how it. <laughs> he's so crazy. But my bro- so my brother's family had this uh, female cat that got pregnant um, before they got her fixed, which they have learned their lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she was going outside and whatever. And so uh, I don't know who Dima's father is. You know, poor guy. But. They just basically gave me a kitten. I, I was I was petless for a while, really living the dream, you know, no litter box. <laughs> I could go wherever I wanted to. <laughs> but my niece shows up with this little orange kitten in a in a beer um, bucket, you know, where they put like six, six right. beers, in. and I just couldn't say no. I'm like, oh, uh, you shouldn't because it's adorable. Oh, my I know, gosh. and he's so good. I mean, I haven't taking him out lately but when he was younger I had a harness and a leash for him and we would go to the park and like walk around and I, he's, you know he doesn't follow me he's not like a dog but I have to follow him but that's unusual good. though that they because <clears throat> usually they don't excuse me they don't like to be, to have a harness on right when, yeah. you know they're free spirits you can't you can't hold them down yeah well he I think he's a little bit more like that now because um, I recently purchased a like a cat door that fits in my windowsill. Because I have like a fenced in yard, you know, it's, and I'm not on a busy street or anything, but he's in and out of the house 20 times a day now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't, after you got power back, I'm going to go back to the power. Oh, yeah. You, one of the first things you did, if I'm not mistaken, was to pick up your electric guitar. Mm-hmm. That was even, excuse me, that was even, before it was back on permanently, we had power for, I don't know, uh, two hours. I'm like, well, let me plug this puppy in. Because, you know, I have an acoustic too, but this is a little different. <laughs> the electric is still the power. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm trying to get back into playing. My band, I had a band like in high school years. Yeah. Uh, a little bit after. We did a reunion show last Mar- last February, so it was like a month before everything kind of hit the fan. Um, and that sort of lit this, like, desire to want to start really getting into playing and doing that stuff again. Well, you need to. What, would you get yeah. the same band back together, do you think? We were talking about, you know, because um, we did all old material, like, that we wrote when we were teenagers. So it was mm-hmm. kind of, it sounded like it, like teenage songs, you know, whatever. Um, but we were a hit. I mean, people liked it. Uh, but, yeah, we talked about maybe keeping uh rehearsal going writing some new material maybe you should do that uh, you know why I, because mm. people now need that more than ever even if you guys just went out and got started by being a free you know a free show somewhere uh, yeah yeah people need they need that they need to connect with other people and we need music in our lives so do that get oh, on that man you know <laughs> you are so correct i think that's the between travel and live music, uh, that's the two things that I have, like, 
dreadfully missed. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. the word to say, but like I, that's what I've really like been like. There's something like I want to do. There's something that I want and I can't I, figure it out, and then that's what it is. Well, yeah, I think what's a little bit hard <clears throat> right now is that I think we're all like you have your shot. Gary and I have our both of our shots. So next week we hit the you know fully vaccinated point, mm-hmm. and I think it's almost harder now a little bit because we see the light at the end of the tunnel yes, <laughs> and yes. but we're not there yet and then and, and other people who refuse in for example in fort lauderdale mm-hmm. today there's a big event it's called the unmasking march and people are gathering together in these big groups and, and florida's been pretty hit pretty hard if you've kept up with it at all yeah on yeah. you know we've had a lot of idiocy uh, regarding yeah. it, yep. and so they're marching. It's the Million Unmasked March in oh, Fort Lauderdale, and then they're, <laughs> when they get to the end of the of the march, they're all going to throw their mask into a big fire and burn it. It's like, you know, if people would just um, use their heads, we could all come out of this sooner and get back to live music without being worried and travel and all of that. So it's really Thank you. I mean, yeah. yeah, that things like that really blow my mind because mm-hmm. it is a blatant disregard for public health, which is other yeah. people. Yeah. So I was talking to my sister-in-law, and you know, she was my family. All oh, my brother's family—they all got COVID back in uh, in the oh. last summer. Oh no. Yeah, and you know, she's a, a nurse, but they were kind of saying like, "Oh, we don't know if we're going to do the vaccine." I'm like, "Listen, like, do it, not for you, but for others." Yeah. You know, if you're not worried about yourself, that's fine, but go, still yeah. do it so yeah. other people can, you know. Because they were talking about herd immunity in, in uh, Dallas County by June. Because like, they've, they've done a really good job with the vaccines here. Uh, well, hopefully everywhere, but I don't Well, now, Florida, now, now, in the last few months since January, it has changed. So oh, things really? are yeah, put two and two together there, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so now it's uh, where Gary now went was through the, you know public health. It, it, it's it's they it's really changed for the better, and the numbers are of people being vaccinated going up. So and people are pretty much everywhere we go, um, people are wearing masks. Uh, they're yeah. still masking up, and they're, they're, you know, they're being good. But I anticipate that changing, you know, over the next coming months. And so that's we all need to use our head. But anyway, I know you're really busy, and I appreciate you so much. I've missed you. I miss oh. seeing you. We haven't been to Dallas in a long time. But when yeah. we come through again, um, I'm going to buy you the biggest drink ever, and oh, uh, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to buy you one of those hot dogs. <laughs> I think they come free. <laughs> oh, oh the free, hot dogs. even better, awesome. Yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'm a cheap date. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, you but, guys have to come. And, and if I find, I have friends in Fort Lauderdale, but if I find myself in Florida, I'll hit you up. You absolutely come to Fort Lauderdale, as you very well know if you have friends here. It yeah. is, it's a great place to visit, and we're not that far from Fort Lauderdale, and I'll even buy you a, a SoFlo drink. So, 
awesome. uh, that's a yeah, that's a promise. Really miss seeing you. But so it's so great, mm. isn't it, that we can keep up on on Facebook. Oh because, yeah, absolutely. You know, we you, you and I go back a long way now. It's been yeah. a long way. I mean, I can remember um, when Gary and I were still living in Ohio, and you you know you were like texting or, uh, through social media. Even then, I think it was um, did a, broad, uh, a Bravo show that I had to watch. It's like you yeah. know. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, it's it's great that we can keep up that way. Mm-hmm. Really, really appreciate. Uh, yeah. That. It's been like 15 years or, or a little bit more even. Um, yeah, it's been right at that. Yeah, about 15. About 15 wow. years. No, that's crazy. That's just crazy. That is, yeah. Wow. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, I thank you so much for being here with me. You are originally from NOLA. You're originally from New Orleans. I am, and, yeah. Mm-hmm, that's also a very cool place. So you, oh, could, you didn't it. have any – you couldn't go any other way coming from New Orleans than being the cool <laughs> cat that you are. Oh, so. come on. Well, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you, Nick, for being with me in Gigi. That's me in the 561 today. I appreciate it so much. Merci, Gigi. My pleasure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Listen, everyone, these podcasts are always available on NorthPalmBeachLife.com, our website, also on there, you see the photos of our great, 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 great guests like Nick. You'll be able to see him and his kitty because I'm stealing some photos from him to put on the page that we're going to make for Nick. And be sure and, and rewind back and listen to some of our other podcasts. We've had some really, really fun, really fun people on there. More to come in the future. We appreciate you for listening. These podcasts are always available, not just on our website. Go to YouTube. We, Nick will also be there with this interview on, just give it a, a few days, but he will be there as well on YouTube at NorthPalmBeachLife.com. All of them are always available on iTunes. You can listen in on Spotify, Pandora, too many platforms to name here. Thank you again for tuning in. Gigi, that's me in the 561. Now stay tuned.